pop culture boys where we figure out all the poppiest pop culture i'm your host chad and i got my other co-host chad chad what's up what up chad duh it's two d's for me because you know i like i like my name like i like my ladies and you know what i'm saying i don't gotta tell you <laughs> oh shit oh, he's <laughs> fucked, bud <laughs> <laughs> I hate us. I am sorry. I don't know, man. <laughs> I hate that I said that, but that's fucking funny. <laughs> that's not okay. What I said wasn't okay. I want to start there, but I won't deny. It was funny, though. That was funny. That was funny for a character. It's not funny. If, Chad, what if you I need? Said, that's a funny guy. If I said that and meant it. Oh, man. <laughs> do you want to still be Pop Culture Boys? Do you want to be? Yeah, dude, we're the Pop Culture Boys. We're doing it. We're in the paint right now. We're out here doing the hard work that needs to be done. Culture doesn't exist without us culturing it. Yeah, you heard it here from two white guys. <laughs> Pop culture ain't shit if we ain't there and in it and making <laughs> it, it happen. The only culture that matters. We're in group C. We have the number one, <laughs> we have the number two seed multiverses and their prevalence going up against the 15 seed Adam Levine uh, cheating. And then we have the seven seed Benefer 2.0 going up against the 10 seed. Tom Brady retires, unretires. Cody, where would you like to start? Let's start with Benifer 2.0 and Brady unretiring. So Brady retiring. Okay, so he's going through a divorce too, right? Like Tom Brady is just it's very much of- a part of the story. Yes. Like yeah. it's all, it, this encompasses the entire saga that is Tom Brady and, he, and where he, he is He finally in life retired right after, I think, 103 years of playing football Loosely, at the yeah. top of his game. He... He spends one off season with his wife and kids and realizes this is just him. Now this is what he'll be doing and instantly unretires. Like, nah, I'd rather go play football. You know, the most violent sport in existence, one where you you're more likely to get injured than you are in a UFC cage fight. I'd rather do that than spend any more time with my family. To be fair, UFC cage fighters fight maybe three times a year. NFL players play 17, 18 games and that's it. And then the good ones play even more. So, I mean, like, that's a weird stat. I just, I hate stats like that. Sorry. That's a, that's a personal thing. Here's the thing. You're right. It's wild (laughs) that he like, don't go make the fucking show about it. If you're not a hundred percent, right. Don't blow this shit up on. Cause like, if you don't, if people who don't remember the thing was, it was like, it went out into the world. Tom Brady's retiring. You heard it here first. I got the scoop. Heard from the big guy himself. He's going to retire. Going to announce it like in two days or something. So we're all like, oh shit, Tom Brady's going to, wow, it's going to finally happen. And also as a reminder too, Tom Brady plays for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers right now. An okay team, not a great team by any stretch of the imagination. Last, the year that he retired, I believe they made it, the year before they won the Super Bowl, the year that he said he was going to retire, they maybe made the playoffs. Maybe, but they did not go far. Not a deep run. So it's not like he left at the top. He left in the middle. And he should have retired after he won the Super Bowl, right? That's when you, that's when you fucking retire. That makes sense. But Ultimate he was like, thing. he's like, no, not me. You know what's the, no. The best part about this whole thing is we learned that Tom Brady has been the best football player. He's put his life into being one of the best quarterbacks of all time. Known for being a genius at the game. Studying more hours than any other quarterback. Watching all the tape. And we thought it was because he loved football, but it's because he hates his family. Yeah. And that's something we can all take from him. Like, I think he, he didn't watch all that football and get so good at it because he loves the game and wants to be a the goat. No, he would rather do that than spend any amount of family. I think that's like the beautiful lesson that 
that's like the beautiful lesson we got from this was there are so many, there are so many people that are in marriages with a workaholic husband, right? Or workaholic wife. I don't, doesn't matter. Workaholic spouse. And people are like, you know, you tell them like, yeah, I mean, they just, you know, they just work really hard and that's what they care about. And they're passionate about their business. And, you know, yeah, it kind of sucks. They're always away from the house or they're, you know, spending late nights on the computer and, you know, their friends are like, you gotta, if it's not working, you gotta leave. Like for you and for your kids, like you deserve better than that. We just never thought that that was the case for like fucking athletes (laughs) and realizing like, no, it's all everyone. Anyone can be that asshole who just like, is so lost Dude, I, in the sauce. I also saw it from a mile away. You see Tom Brady's face. You know he's an asshole. I didn't oh, know yeah. what he was doing. I didn't know what bad traits he had at him. Like, look at the guy. You don't look like that and be a cool guy. Yeah. Well, and God, he's so fucking weird. But <laughs> like, this is one of my favorite Tom Brady stories. Tom Brady. So people, he moves, he moves to Florida, right? So he's down there. Celebrities maybe get in the area and they're like, hey, Hi, Tom, uh, Tom Brady. I'm a I'm a famous person. Would you like to go hang out? And he's like, Yeah, of course I'll hang out. Do you want to meet me on the beach? They're like, Yeah, makes sense. Probably got a private beach. Sounds wonderful. Gets out there. They see him. He's got a little football in his hand. He's like, You want to toss a little football? And they're like, Oh, oh, that sounds like yeah. Catch I'll passes catch from Tom Brady. Tom yeah. Brady. Yeah. Then that's all you do for an hour is catch passes from Tom Brady while he throws the ball like a professional NFL quarterback. And if that, that means he's throwing a ball at 40 miles an hour. It should terrify you. It should terrify you to catch. It Have will you hurt seen you. wide receivers' hands? Their fingers are destroyed. Yeah, it hurts. Like, he's not just like lobbing it up and being like, oh, tell me about your life. What's your dad like? He's like, I need you to run this route. I'm really having troubles working on my hook routes. And then <laughs> after that's done and you're like, oh, maybe now we're just going to go grab beers and hang out. Uh, and do normal stuff. Tom Brady then says, bye-bye. I'm done now. I'm going to go watch football and then leaves you on the beach. He's so fucking weird, dude. <laughs> like He's a weird motherfucker. Nick, why should we care about Benefer? is my question. I think Benefer is the culmination. The fact that A, we're now actually, it's now actually getting better, but we went through, we have as a nation, like gone through the worst period, like divorce rates, right? Or high or the high, we're the highest they ever were when we were kids. Mm-hmm. Then the movie, The Parent Trap came out with Lindsay Lohan. Yep, saved everything. And it b- made us believe that there's a world where we can get our parents back together. Now, for any child who is a product of divorce, you know how insane that is. Your parents <laughs> are divorced for a reason. And it's a good reason. And they shouldn't get back together. More than likely, if your parents did find love again. But I think Benefer, for a culture who is a bunch of divorced kids, it gave us that one last, like, maybe they will get back together. This is, this is the, our parent trap. This, this is, is our, par- this, is, this is our, parent. this is the real life parent trap. So I don't the know who did it. Is the child of Benefer and we as a nation tricked them into getting back together. All we had to do, they just had to break up. He had to go get his, his fucking dope ass Phoenix tattoo. tattoo. He had to get a dope, dope Phoenix tattoo. And much like the Phoenix, he had to rise from the flames. The flames of Batman. Mostly the flames of alcoholism, but <laughs> <laughs> He did go to rehab a lot and that's good. You should get help when you need it. Absolutely. It is a wild thing though. Like, but it, once again, it goes back to a little bit what we talked about in the first, the first uh, or in the last group with Taylor and Beyonce, this idea of like, there's a comfort in the familiar and like, we all loved Benefer. We loved it the first time. They seemed like a good thing when they broke up. I'm not saying I was like sad because I don't care, but at the same time, the, it the was nation just like collectively wept. 
Right. And then it was weird that he then did date another Jennifer. He did marry then Jennifer Garner afterwards, which is you're like, so you always got Jennifer on the mind. Was she was. always he was in- afraid to say her name accidentally. So he married a Jennifer. Yeah. And so then they come back, you know, they live a full life. And then all of a sudden, who knows? Maybe they were just at a small town bar. Maybe they're back for their her high school reunion, you know? Went to high school together. People don't know that. (laughs) In this in this fiction. In this fiction, they went to high school together. And they come back for that high school reunion. And you know, it's been it's been 20 years. And yeah, they had a messy breakup and it was tough. And you know, every it was gossip all around. But they're looking pretty good tonight. (laughs) And maybe, maybe there's still maybe there's still a little bit of magic left in there in that wand, you know? And I am talking about his huge penis. Is that what it is? I I just feel like, but like what's weird about it is like that does happen all the time. People hook up with their exes all the time and no one cares. Have you ever been to a small town bar? Yeah. That's almost exclusively what it is. That's all it is. So it's just one of those things where I'm like, why do we care this much about this ex? I agree. That's why we need to lock in Brady retiring slash unretiring because it teaches us a valuable life lesson. No matter how successful and famous you are, you can still hate your family. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think, uh, yeah, let's move, let's move that on. I'm, I'm with you here. Let's move Brady. Let's move them on. And uh, next up, we have uh, Multiverse. We'll talk about it in a second. Uh, going up against Adam Levine cheating. So once again, we had the Spider-Man movie. It did come out in December, but like, come on, we all know it. Like, like because they write all the best of lists at the beginning of December, you have to count what happened in December of last year as part of this year. So you have the Spider-Man movie. You then have everything everywhere all at once. Maybe the greatest movie of this year and largely one of the greatest movies I've ever seen. It's very good. Going, and then you have Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness where, I mean, I hate to like, I, I want to act like I wasn't like it, like I'm too cool for it. But seeing Patrick Stewart back as Professor X in the movie, in this movie, because it's multiverse, right? And now that Marvel owns X-Men, they can have- Apple with them again. They're yeah. back. So now you get that little bit of a, t- it's just a little tease. It's just a little bit, but they're like, oh, you know, we're going to do it. We're oh, going to yeah. do, we're, we're going to get nasty on it. Like, don't, <laughs> I know you guys are worried it's if gonna we're going to get nasty. So nasty. Don't worry about it. You just need, but you can't get nasty all the way right away. We got to give you just a little bit. Sir Patrick Stewart's coming to ease it in, but don't worry. It's coming. The thunder is coming. Yeah. You're like, going to have a Hugh Jackman here in no time. Don't yeah. you worry. Don't. And we, and we will. We will. <laughs> I know. Because now you have Deadpool with Hugh Jack. That man, I don't know what happened. Once again, it's the blood of children. But that it man is. said he could not have been more clear after he filmed Logan that he was like, I'm never doing this shit again. I hate this. Like, he didn't say I hate this character, but he's like, I hate everything it takes for me to do it you have to remember hugh jackman is just a weird broadway nerd who yeah is like he'd rather be singing musicals yes he is he just he was that kid in high school who was like the pitcher on the baseball team but also did plays and you could tell was like i don't think i'm gonna get as big of a scholarship for theater as i will baseball but my love is over here yeah he like, just happened to be incredibly hot and athletic he didn't, he didn't ask for that life. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, fuck you, Hugh Jackman. <laughs> That's not okay. It's just like, I don't know, man. I, I don't, you know, given the choice, if you could be like, Hugh Jackman, 
you have, we would make you less hot and less athletic, but you could like, he would love, he would give it all the way to be a fucking character actor like Buscemi, but yes. he's, he just happened to be one of the hottest, most attractive athletic men ever to grace the earth. Hugh Jackman gets drunk and texts Steve Buscemi all the time. I wish I had your career. <laughs> like that's why they haven't filmed together because Buscemi's like, I can't, it's I, he always, so, he's such a weird guy. He's always texting me about my career. He's just going to like geek out over like how great it must be to just be kind of ugly and not like jacked out of their mind. And he's like, man, I wish I had your life, man. You don't know how good you got it. And like, he means it genuinely. He doesn't want the life he has, but he has the, one of the best lives. So yeah, I think. And then on top of that, I mean, everything everywhere all at once. If you haven't seen it, you need to. It's very good. It's devastating. It make you feel things. It make you feel all the things. It also does the thing that you want with a multiverse. Like, yeah, in Marvel, is it cool that like in one of the other universes, the X-Men are work with them? Yeah, that's cool. That's fine. Blah, 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 blah. What about a universe where the long-fingered ape beat out the short-fingered ape and now we have hot dog hand? <laughs> have fun with the concept of if you truly mean every decision breaks off and can make a new universe, get and let's weird. get into it. Get weird about it, dude. I want to see the universe where Hugh Jackman's not conventionally attractive, but he still looks exactly the same. Where our idea of conventionally attractiveness <laughs> changed, where Buscemi is asking him for his life. <laughs> That's what we want. That's and it you exists. have no idea how lucky you are just being absolutely shredded and everyone ignoring you. Oh God, it's so annoying. All they want is for me to do all of these like weird roles and be like sometimes like creepy villains, but sometimes a man with a heart of gold who has a secret. <laughs> I wish I could just go play and fucking these like super expensive movies and just, you know, get fucking juiced up. But no, I got to go act. Yeah, I. OK. And then Adam Levine cheating. So I think the reason why this blew up, because let's be clear. We all knew like, it was coming. I think. Yeah. A. Adam Levine fucks. And his wife currently, who is pregnant with his child, like a supermodel. So like, you know, he, he is like, yeah, I got a hot wife. But like, I feel like it's it's never enough. It's not, He's got to write new songs, right? So he's got to fuck other people. I think he <laughs> believes. It's part of his, that's where he gets his inspiration from. Every song by Adam Levine is about a different woman he had sex with. It's like Drake. Like these are men who equate their talent with who they fuck and how it goes and how what happens before and after. And then they make art out of it. What Adam Levine did, though, that was wild. And that did make the story a lot more interesting. Well, A, the girl was like, hey, Adam Levine, like, like either A, I can't remember if he actually hooked up with her, was like trying to hook up with her. But he's like, hey, it's kind of creepy and it's weird. I don't like it anymore. And B, he did tell her, and this was the wildest thing. I don't remember what the woman's name is. So let's just call her, let's just call her Jamie. He texts this woman and says, hey, would it be weird if I named my future child that is in my wife's belly Jamie. Would that be <laughs> yes. weird? Yes. That <laughs> yeah. would be weird. Your wife can't like that. That's, that's bad. That's a well, bad and that's the thing. How, like, that is Machiavellian, dude. If you <laughs> named, if your child had the name of someone you were cheating on your wife with later on, there's already, we already know, like, I would never name any of my kids after any of my exes, right? It's just weird. I don't want to say those names. Like, it's just weird. The second I say that name, I'm going to think of someone. I'm, will eventually, I'll be thinking of other things too, right? So I want to give you a fresh name. I want to give you one that isn't tied to much. But like, but to do that behind your spouse's back? Yeah, that's nuts. Like, I think it's weird when people name their kids after like friends who are alive currently. Also, 
what kind of weird like strategy is that to hook up with someone like hey we could sleep together and you could be that you could i'll name my child after you it's like be the namesake of my of my kin what kind of long shot is that like what is he trying to do dude do you think sometimes i wonder there adam levine just sing this love with over a smooth baseline and do it i i wonder this about celebrities and like this goes back to kind of heidi klum and all of that like when you can have it all easily everything you want is at your disposal do you just try to make it harder to get things <laughs> you gotta like, it's just gotta be so easy all you gotta do all day all you do is you go make a movie you get paid a lot of money you take your red bath with the stuff that you don't ask what it is and then you've got the rest of your time to do whatever you want chris rock literally when he goes and performs at places goes out on stage and intentionally bombs for 10 minutes says awful jokes like that aren't funny just kind of meanders talks about his life because he's he got so fed up of the fact that he could just like say anything and people laugh that he was like I have to get you guys against me first to make this even worth doing because it's not fun he's like I don't even know if I'm good anymore I just know you'll laugh because you're here and I'm here so I'm gonna make it harder and I just imagine you're Heidi Klum you're a supermodel you can dress up as anything you're like worm i'm at you're adam levine you could there's no world if you like i said i can't remember if he actually did hook up with this girl if he was trying to but if he was like i mean i know i could fuck a supermodel i'm I'm married to a supermodel i have got a supermodel pregnant i got maybe what if i told what would be like a wild thing to kind of try to bounce back from what would be he's just trying to put himself on the back foot with women just challenge himself every man is doing their best to like put their best foot forward and try like all there are so many single men who like craft earnest messages to women to tell them that you know how much they're interested in them and how much they like them adam levine's out here being like what if i told her that i'm a foot person but only when people are missing toes <laughs> i wonder if i could get i wonder if she would like if she would if i could get her then after that like yeah, i what? got a, i got a swastika tattoo can you find it <laughs> it's like what adam yeah like it's insane okay i think we gotta lock in the multiverse because they're good <laughs> and adam levine sucks duh he yeah. loves it. He sucks it. And you shouldn't cheat on your wife and then try to name your future kid after the person you're cheating on. That's just, that's bad etiquette. And if we're, if anything you need to know about the pop culture boys, this is also an etiquette podcast. We it teach is. you yep. how to be fine, upstanding people and also keep your thumb on the pulse of pop culture. Do you, so let's say you're, you're the kid, right? Yes. You're now the kid, you're named Jamie. Okay, you find Jamie. out this story, but you did, it, it didn't break the way, it didn't break through until later in your life. You're Okay, so I'm like 19. Yeah, you're like 19. You find out that you are named after your dad's mistress. Dang. Are you, like, do we as a society have a law that he, you can like legally go change your name for free for that oh, one? yeah. You get a free, everyone should get one free name change, by the way, because you didn't get to pick. It. Right. But I think legally, like, everyone should get one. And you would though, right? Like there's oh, no way, sure. like you're Jamie for like 19 years, even maybe like let's 30 years. Would you be like, oh, fuck this dude. Like, what would it take to, like, obviously we both changed our last name mm-hmm. and that's one thing, but to change your first name is kind of wild. You gotta be dedicated to the cause. Right. Like, cause you're gonna have to tell everyone for every day of the rest of your life. I don't know much. how much of a pain in it at pain in the ass it was to get people to use my last name and they yeah. barely ever have to say it. Yeah, exactly. So I, I wonder if I, man, that's why. Anyway, another right. thing well, we try our best not to do on the show is dead name people. So Jamie, we, you change your name, whatever you want. We're not going to use it. We gotta, it's, yeah, it's going to be challenging, but if you have to, I mean, luckily I don't, it didn't seem like it happened. So, all right. So we're going to move the multiverses on going up against Mr. Brady, his, his unretirement, and then his divorce. 
Here's what's wild to me about the unretirement. So once again, he says he's going to retire and, or like people are like, we break the story. And then he does, he, or at first he says, nah, that's not true. I'm not going to retire. He's like, I'm not going to retire. I don't know who told you that. I'm not going to do it. A week later announces he is going to retire. So it sounds like he just wanted to do it on his own terms, right? So you go through the hoopla. You unretired and went and played for the Bucks. Like they're not a bad team, but they're not a great team. And you have to imagine the only reason you're doing this, there's, I mean, I think we know, I think we do have the answer, but you would, a logical human being is only unretiring to get one more, one more Super Bowl, right? You want one more ring. Seem more likely that he just unretired to just fucking play foot. He's like, I don't care the I level think of he it. Would, I literally think he would rather get careened into by very large men than spend any amount of time with his wife and children. I want to know now that the divorce has happened, and it is finalized. It was like the fastest. I love the story of their divorce, mostly just because the se- we all learned that it was going to like, it's like, I think they're, it sounds like they're getting divorced. And then like a week later, like, oh no, they are. They're like, wait, don't we get like a messy court drama about this or legal? And it's like, oh no, they signed like the most ironclad prenup ever. Prenup that's ever. Ex- you have to remember, she is Giselle Boonchin. Like yeah. she was, is, or at least was when they were married worth way more than he was. She was like worth $100 million. She was a $100 million model, like the first one. And then they get me. He's just like a quarterback who makes some millions, but not that much. It wasn't until like the last few years that he like eclipsed her in wealth. And so when they, that prenup was like, here's what you get. Here's what I get. Get the fuck out. We're done. It's over. So I, my question though is he's fully untethered, right? He doesn't even have to, he doesn't even have to fake like he likes his family. No, he's absolutely free just to football. How many years do we have left? Does he, does he, does he play? I think he's probably got two more pro years, but after that, does he just go bump down to the XFL? No, I think here's the thing. I think he's going to get worse at football, but not because of age. He's going to go home and he's finally not going to have to spend time with his wife and kids. So he's not going to make excuses to watch tape. He's not going to make excuses to go to the beach and throw the ball around. That was always what he was doing. So he didn't have to spend time with them. So now we're going to see the true Tom Brady experience, which is he's actually not very good at football. To be honest with you, he's Tom very, Brady was never very good. That's, that's why he was the six-round draft pick. I mean, he's still not. good in the grand scheme of things. He has, he has the most NFL rings of any player. Yeah, I know, but that's, game. it wasn't because he was good at football. That's, it's because that's how much he hated his family. You're not looking at the big picture here, Nick. I'm he's saying still, now, I don't get what you're saying. I want to follow you, Cody. I love, I, I love a bit. But he has seven rings. He played in those games, and he won many of them late. Like, it's like he's okay. very good. I get it. If you're saying it's the spite that drives him and maybe I'm that's saying it's not a natural football talent. It, it is because like he I is good it. at football. Listen not- to me. Let me finish my point. You son of a bitch. It's not a natural football talent. Okay. He is good at football because he literally does it 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It'd be like, if I was really good at ping pong, if I did the same thing, I don't care about ping pong. So as soon as I don't have to play ping pong 24 hours a day, seven days a week to avoid my family. We revert to my natural state, which is bad at ping pong. Okay. You're, I wish you would have started with that. Yeah. Cause that makes more sense. That makes more sense. The idea that he was only doing something to be away from his family. Yeah. And that's how he got good at something. Yes. Then you just saying, I don't think Tom Brady is actually that good. Cause that's just not true. <laughs> he's no. very good. He's very talented. He's a very, he's a good, he's a good football player. I don't think he's a good person, but he is. I think one thing we don't talk about a lot with athletes and athleticism, you have like, we have the movie rain man, right? No one, like people are like, Oh, someone can be a savant. Like someone can look at the skyline of a, of a city 
And then 10 years later, draw with picture perfect accuracy that skyline after have never seeing it again, right? We yeah. have people like that that can do that in the world. And, we, and we're like, that's an incredible talent. But we don't ever talk about athletes like that and say like, I think this dude, like this is all he can do. He exactly. is just like, he is a, like for him, if he doesn't have it, he doesn't know what to do, but he's also not like a good coach as we've seen recently this, this year for any of our football boys out there. Cause everyone knows Tom Brady has been in like a lot of shit. Cause all he's been doing is yelling at people. And it's like, that works when you're on the Patriots and like you guys are in the contention for, you know, the Super Bowl. you're on the Buccaneers right now, dude. These are guys who are like, man, I'm just here to get paid and get laid, bro. I am. I'm in, I live in Florida, dude. You think I care that much about this? A game, bro. Like when you have coach Belichick, who also is maybe a football savant at coaching, it works. But now you're just like, no one's like, dude, could you just get out of the fuck on my face, bro? Here's the thing. I think this is rough. I think we might have to lock in Tom Brady because it was more of a pop culture moment. And I think the multiverse thing could that, you know what? Could have been coincidences. Maybe we're just in that multiverse. This is just the multi, this is the universe that multiple multiverse movies came out. Yes. Exactly. And this idea. The other, th- I mean, there is some, like, there's the part where science has now like concluded or like pretty much is like, yeah, we can do that. Cause we made wormholes and we're sending messages through wormholes. So Hell like, yeah. I think like we're dog, we might be able to meet our multiverse versions of ourselves or communicate so. to them. What if I, what if this is the multiverse that I'm the least cool? I'm already really cool. But like, what if he's even cooler than me? What would that, how much does that hurt you? Like, do you, is it, cause I don't feel like you define yourself as a cool person. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't mean to be rude. I would say I have at times and it would, let's just go back to high school, Nick. Cause I was fucking so dope in high school. You guys, you missed it. <laughs> she was so cool. Was what awesome. if there was a doper version of me from high school though? Yeah, dude. What if you, uh, I was like you, but you got into Jordan's <sighs> just so fresh, <laughs> so, so fresh. clean every day. That would just be hard. Crisp, just crisp ones every day. Actually, dude. I think, I think I got lucky. Cause I think the, the multiverse version of Nick, who is, who was better, like was like better, a better athlete, maybe actually got a scholarship or something. I think that dude becomes the like the classic. Like, I don't think I leave Rapid City. Oh no, absolutely not. <laughs> like, I think like the fact that I was just good enough to like remember like, oh, I did some cool stuff, but like was never like defined it by it. I was able to like walk away and be like, I'm good. That was fun. I'm going to leave that behind me. Yeah. And like the version of me who was way too good at high school is now like still, I probably became a high school teacher. Yeah, I, PE. Yeah, for sure. Yep, that's you. All right, I'm looking at Brady, I think. I think that's more of a pop culture moment. I just- I, I, Cause I think everywhere all at once is going to be like, I think it might win best picture. It's very good. I loved it. Like, I think it has the legs to do it. But I think I'm going to go multiverse. I'm going to go multiverse. the madness, multiverse of madness though? Oh, it was good. It was fine. It was fun. I think, I don't know why people don't like it. I liked it a lot. I don't know. All right. So the story when we know how with the American voting code of 2004 is brought to you by random.org. We're getting pretty good at saying that. The ultimate. I don't know if we have to say it, but I feel legally we should. Yeah, we should. I mean, it's be weird not to. Yeah. We're just going to flip a coin. That's the, that's this coin that has George Bush and John Kerry. That doesn't make any sense without the phrase. (laughs) Yeah. You gotta have the phrase. I think, and it's also the most ultimate sign of a multiverse. All right. Well, I get to call it. Yeah. So this just shows us that there were two outcomes and it was, and it, and who knows, maybe it was a cosmic flip of the coin. 50% of the universes had John Kerry as a president. 50% had George Bush. Could have been, could have been. I am going to go with, I'm going to go with George Bush. I think he is really into football. I think he loves this good, this American gridiron game and he loves Tom Brady. 
And in a different universe, maybe he is the one that courted Tom Brady. All right, let's flip. You don't want to think about George Bush and Tom Brady being, damn it, John, John Kerry. Kerry. Multiverses. Moving on into the final four, where we will travel through the un- the multiverse. We will come back and bring you. I'm bringing you cooler, Cody. I want to, I think I'm going to go find like Brolic Nick. I want to, I want to find multiverse Nick, who is like as big as like, as Dwayne The Rock Johnson. There it is. Count oh. it. Take a drink, folks. For if you're playing the if you're playing the, the <laughs> FTP drinking game. Uh, there it is. There's your there's your rock reference for you. I want to find the multiverse, the one because I want to know what he had to do to do that. What sacri- like what part of my life when it's like I was going to the gym at some point pretty frequently in my life, but I didn't get huge. And there's a version of me that was like, no, we're gonna get big, dude. There's gotta be a version of us where we are, I mean, I guess we're friend or enemies, I, either one, but we're like, we're both just trying to be the biggest boys we can be. And it's just me and you in a death race to see who can get the most jacked up. Cody, there's no, find them. I can tell you right now. And I believe, I do actually believe in multi, like as, as far as like things go and things I believe in, I do believe in multiverses. Cody, there, we are either friends or enemies. There is no in between. <laughs> yeah, There right. is not like a world where we are indifferent to each other, where we just went to the same high school, passed each other and we're like, oh yeah, I know. Oh yeah, oh, Cody. Yeah, I went to high school with that dude. What about him? I don't I don't know. I, he was like two grades above me. I didn't really know him. No, we are either best friends or mortal enemies, and there's nothing in between. <laughs> or lovers. Or the third option. And the lover could have explained the enemies way. part. Could, yep, yep, yep. There it is. All right. Multiverse wins. Multiverse wins. And that is it, folks. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Friendly Competition. One about boys. A few things that you can do, as always, share with a friend, tell a friend. Wherever you're listening to this, make sure to like and uh, subscribe. Uh, hit those five stars wherever wherever there are stars. Make sure that you're giving us five of those bad boys. Absolutely. And we have so many episodes now that if you also hate your family and need an excuse to not talk to them or interact with them, you can just listen to us and s- spread the word, uh, the good word about us to all your other people that hate their families too. Go on to Friendly Comp Pod on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and just like, you know, talk about how much you hate your family with Nick. He'll listen. I'm here. I'm here for that. I love mine, but like I could see, a, I could see that version too. Where it didn't pan out, you know. I'm a child it. of divorce. My mom got lucky; it broke her way, you know. Yeah, I could have been Eminem. <laughs> That's the world I want. Where Nick's a famous rapper. Oh God, I don't. I don't want to meet him. All right, shout out to Charizard for that intro outro music. You want to hear more of their stuff? Head over to Bandcamp. Type in Charizard. Replace the vowels with sixes. That is going to be it for us, folks. We got a new episode out on Wednesday. But until then, I've been Nick Carey, and I'm Cody Lena. See you on the boat. <laughs> <laughs>